When you're no, when you're no, but I know, but I know by those clothes to your home, you can walk, you can walk down, down the street. me it's really me oh my god you guys it's me hello hello friends hello enemies hello everything in between hello frenemies ah hello my worst nightmares come true as human beings um hi friends we have a lot to cover so i'm not gonna joke around at the top we're gonna get into it what did you do this week well, dear sweet friends, um, I was out busking on Wednesday, um, and someone came up to me and went, oh, "You're the you're the woman from the blog," and I said, "What?" And so these people, this family, had brought their son to Cardiff to busk, and they had been looking up like busking rules and everything, and they'd read my blog about busking <laughs> in Cardiff. Um, so I'm a very famous woman who can't leave the house without being recognized. Um, and, and more importantly, my posters are up around town, which has been somewhere between like a delightful treasure hunt wherein I will be walking somewhere or I'll be driving in my car. Um, and I'll be like, oh, look, there's my face. Um, and I like to just point at myself when, whenever I get the chance which is a lot of fun. I just got like an email. No, I don't want to have my email up. Thank you. Um, when it comes to, so this week I picked up all the CDs. I sent them to print. I sent them to print and then I picked them up. Um, and they are stunning. They are genuinely gorgeous. I'm doing, um, I'm doing a limited run. So I'm only doing 150, uh, because she's on a budget and she can't afford any more. Um, and <laughs> like I'm way over budget on a 600 pound budgeted, project like I'm over budget um but I got um got my CDs they're sat on my piano which is a lot of fun um they if you're if you're coming to the show on the 21st um 21st of September YMCA theater the only song in my heart is for you um it's three pounds um three pounds in advance five pounds on the door and I was talking to um Taylor Green who did the gown and the crown gown and crown for the um for the album and he was like yeah we're coming we're just all gonna pay on the door because then you get a bunch of money <laughs> and I was like oh I loved I am loved and adored by people alike um which was it was really it was really nice it was yeah it was it was a um it was a realization that people are excited to see me perform because I have all of these friends who have never like none of them are musical none of them would have any reason to have seen me live unless they saw me like in the street um and I think me playing a little dinky harp in in the street is very very different to me playing a full-size pedal harp well 46 strings but who's counting who's counting um i found a tech person uh for the for the show which is really good and it's a woman which is also better because um so i am paying them 80 pounds which is insane but my first i was i was trying to find a tech person and i was like i can pay 60 to 80 pounds 60 to 80 and my the people who i was talking to who were trying to help me find a tech person were like that's kind of 
that's kind of a budget, but it's like it's like a low budget for someone who does it quite professionally. I don't know tech. I don't know tech. I don't know. I don't know tech. Uh, <laughs> there's nothing else I have to say there other than I don't know tech. Um, but like, I'd rather be paying a woman eighty pounds than the man who works there eighty pounds. Just just because. Just just fucking because. Um, I also find this is just like a note that I have from working with a lot of men, like a lot of cis straight men over the years in creative projects is I don't get what I want out of them. Whereas I know like, like the reason I had a female photographer for the album cover is because I've been shot by so many men and they always look make me look like a thumb with like a wig on the top. Like my first ever photo shoot, I turned up with a shit ton of makeup on my face. Um, and it was the cheap stuff when I was still wearing the cheap stuff. Um, but the albums, the the angles are all really, really low. And I was like, don't shoot me from a low angle. You have to shoot me so that I have a jawline. Um, and the photographer did not listen to me. I was not paying him. I'd like that to be, I'd like that to be known that I was not paying this man. Um, but he was just shooting from a really low angle. And I was like, that's gonna look terrible. And he had like a reflector thing as well. I'm like, no, don't, don't do that. You're just, you're just getting rid of any shadowy illusion that I would have a jawline. Um, so I ended up looking like like a thumb with a wig on it, like a thumb with some very, very flat hair on it. Um, and you can find those photos um, buried in my casket, I can only assume, or on the next um, free thing I do, because whenever I do events for free, they always pick the worst pictures. Um, <laughs> don't don't know about that. So um, it's nice that I'm working with with a woman there instead of the man who works there, um, just because just because just because I wanted to just because I didn't want to I didn't want to have to give instructions three times yeah she went there she's political she's a misandrist I do I am um my other notes my other notes I'm convinced after watching this many life hack videos that all my problems would be solved if I just bought a hot glue gun um because they solve everything with with a with a hot glue gun it's very um it's very concerning that I don't have a hot glue gun. Oh, I'm addicted to life hack videos and I keep sending my friend Kat, who has been on the podcast, I send her at least one every single other, like every other day I will send her an email being like, I like this, this life hack. Like, like they're just stupid. They're like, oh, does your wrist hurt because you're at your computer? Fill up a condom with water and then put it underneath your wrist. I'm not joking, that is genuinely a life hack. Um, what else is there? Um, I'm, I'm worried about Rene Fleming. Um, Rene Fleming, if you don't know, famous opera singer. Not very famous person, but famous opera singer. Very famous opera singer. I just hit my mic. Very, very, very famous opera singer. Um, she's putting out a Broadway album, and I was like, oh no, is she okay? Is she doing okay? Can she get work? Or is this like, is this her life now? And then I remember that Kira Takanawa did the same thing when she was kind of later in her career. When you when you stop being able to get a high C easily, these sopranos they have to be like, I'm I'm a Broadway singer now. This is my life. This is my life. Unless you're Audrey McDonald, and then you're God. Um, God is Audrey McDonald. I went to the dentist as well this week. At the right day on the right month, I went to the dentist, um, and I was filling out the form because they were like you need to it's been whatever length it has it been like two years or something you need to fill in this form um and I realized that I'm a grown-up 
because not only did I go to the dentist, but when asked to fill out a form and say who my doctor is, I didn't just lie and say any, um, or like make up a name, like Dr. Dr. Claire Montgomery at City Clinic. You know, I actually know my doctor's name and, and the address of the, the clinic, the, not the clinic, the surgery, uh, which made me feel like a real adult, uh, which means that I am dying. I think Tom Paris from Star Trek Voyager is the most handsome man I've ever seen. That's just an unrelated thought. And now I want to take a, a brief hiatus through this wedding that I did today. Um, so I did a wedding on Saturday this week, um, and I also did one on Sunday. The one on Saturday, easy peasy, bride messaged me, everything sorted, done, fantastic, a month before, easy peasy. This fucking wedding today, oh my god, they booked me a year ago. They kept, like, giving me, like, requests that they wanted videos for, um, and, like, like, as if, like, as if I am, like, like, as if they were a teenage boy who isn't convinced that his girlfriend is actually jerking off, but, like, just wants video proof, you know? Just to make sure that, that it's happening in real time and she's not just sexting him because she's bored. Um, so, yeah, they kept asking and they kept asking and they kept asking and I did about six for these people. And I, um, and I was only charging them 150 pounds because I booked them before my prices went up to like a normal standard rate. So I was essentially paying, getting paid nothing to do all of these. Anyway, they kept sending me things, kept sending me things. And I was like, you need to tell me what you actually want for the signing and for the walk in and for the walk out. And they were like, oh, these are all for before. And I was like, oh my God. And so I remember, I remember when I booked them in, they had said, oh, we want to, we want to book, we want to like, pick a couple of the songs that you play beforehand and I was like okay great and so in the email I said you can pick all of the normal ceremony songs and then you can pick up to four that I will learn and so for some reason these people got it in their head this fucking couple got it in their head that they could request eight to ten songs with full studio videos videos I forgot how to say videos which is about three hours worth of my time um and it's not even like, they weren't even like particularly obscure choices. They were like Ed Sheeran. It wasn't like, it wasn't like that wedding I did like ages ago where they wanted, um, they wanted Iranian folk harp that I had to transcribe in order to like play it. It wasn't that. It was, um, it was, it was, it was just like Ed Sheeran, Bon Jovi. Like it wasn't hard stuff. Anyway, so we get to the the night before and I'm like they haven't actually paid me. They haven't paid me a deposit. They haven't paid me a final payment. What like do I they haven't told me what music they want. They haven't told me anything. Do I even like should I even turn up? Cuz I was genuinely like I don't like if if I turn up and they haven't got like an envelope there with a bunch of money in it to pay me, then they're never going to pay me. It's taken me so many emails to get back and forth to them about actually, like, just what they want on the day. They're not going to pay me if if I turn up and they're not paying me via cash on the day. They're not going to, they're never going to pay me. Um, 
but then I got a text from the groom being like, we have, we have money. We have this. Um, we're doing these songs. Great. And I was like, oh my God, like you book me a year in advance and you don't know, you, you don't sort it until the night before at like 9 PM. No, no, thank you. Absolutely terrible, terrible, terrible. So that was, um, that was my struggle this week. Um, and it's, and I'm doing like, like 30 weddings. I'm not really doing 30. I'm probably doing more like 15, but I'm doing a lot of weddings. And out of all of the ones that I'm doing this year, like these have been the only ones where it's like, what is happening? What is going on? Oh my God. Um, like I was, I was waking up in the morning. I was reading these emails from like the bride and I was just like, fighting the urge to throw my phone across the room um because it's not my phone's fault um so that was something that I did I also cancelled a gig um so this woman booked me last year and she was like oh I booked you I'm gonna send a deposit and then didn't send the deposit and then I contacted her in August and was like hey can you pay the deposit and she's like yeah I'll look into it and she didn't um and I had already gotten an inquiry and like said like oh I'll send you an invoice uh, while I was on tour for this other bride who was gonna pay me more um and so I literally sent her an email that was like hi you cancelled I'm sorry you didn't actually give me any money you're not fully booked in so and someone else but offered me more for the date um because I am a working musician and I earned 13,000 pounds last year and I need to take the work that pays um which is why I will be in the next conservative ad <laughs> yeah I've been listening to um the um the busy being black podcast had um that guy you know that guy who was outed by number 10 by by parliament by downing street for being gay and he worked on the leave vote or whatever like leave dot leave or whatever yeah he was he was on that podcast um yeah he was like he was like trying to talk about why he worked for vote leave and he was like I needed the money. <laughs> like, yes, a hundred percent. I fully understand everything. I would, I don't know. I maybe would sell a kidney to Donald Trump if it meant several million pounds showed up in my bank account. Yeah, fully on board with that. Fully on board. Don't care. Mm -mm. We're living in late stage capitalism. You're either winning or you're dead. Um, speaking of late stage capitalism, <laughs> Barbara Streisand did a post this week that is a throwback Thursday and it says 32 years ago tonight after many years of not performing of not performing live I returned to sing because the nuclear threat was so real especially after Chernobyl today I question how much progress has we have made in those 32 years I love Barbara Streisand I love Barbara Streisand's reasons for doing things. I love Barbara Streisand's choices. I like how when her dog Sammy died, she got three clones of her dog. Not one, not two, but three. I like how her reason for returning to singing live is because of the Chernobyl disaster rather than anything else rather than like actual nuclear, th the threat of nuclear war, more like her reason was this power plant exploded. 
I must return to the stage. I love Barbara Streisand so much. I just want to be a rich white lady who has a mall in her basement and three clones of her dead dog. And I take my dogs in a little wheelbarrow to the grave of that other dog to go visit and leave flowers. Ugh, what a dream. What a life. Um, People... People, speaking of a dream and a life, my project is coming up, my big show. Um, And people saying that they are interested in my show genuinely hurts my heart. Like, like genuinely hurts my heart. Like, I, the first day I put it up, and like the first person was like my friend Adharad, who was like interested. And I, I was like, oh God, why? What? No. What? No. Like, it genuinely just, like, because I'm not, I'm not going to do this again anytime soon. It's not like this is a repeat thing. It's not like, it's not like this is just a concert. It's not like I haven't spent a shit ton of money on it. It's not like I didn't get a photographer and a stylist and I photoshopped a poster and I put those posters up around town. It's not like... It's not like this is a low-budget, easily done thing that I can easily do again. It's like an hour of original music by me alone. I'm now a woman who does one-woman shows, um, so we all have to deal with that reality. But it genuinely hurts me when people are like, I'm interested in your event, because it means that they don't care enough um, and that they're not my real friends, and it truly hurts me. It hurts me to my core. And that's just something that that um, that I've been thinking about this week. Oh, my goodness. Um, so, final segment. What did you learn this week? This week, um, I watched Sierra Burgess is a Loser. Um, and I realized that it is the you've got mail of our generation. Like, it's a case of mistaken identity. It's young people having shenanigans. It involves phone conversations. It involves hijinks beyond compare. It's quite a, quite a fun film. I enjoyed To All the Boys I Have Loved more because, um, because it was just a little bit funner. It had a little bit more of a, of a fun narrative. But this one was fine. I would describe it as fine. I had pizza during it. Did I have pizza? How many pizzas have I eaten this week? No, I had chicken nuggets. It's okay. Um, I've also learned a very, very useful chant. If you ever do a project like this, if you ever decide to spend 600 pounds on a thing that is career orientated, that you think initially will be a lot of fun, but in the end turns out to be a lot of you sitting alone listening to the sound of your own voice. Um, Here's a chant for you. Here's a mantra to take into your week, to take into your meditation. Okay, are you ready? It's all tax deductible. It's all tax deductible. Say it with me. It's all tax deductible. Again, it's all tax deductible. It's all tax deductible. It's all tax deductible. It's all tax deductible. That's, um, that's what I've been chanting for the last, um, since June. (laughs) Yeah, that's, um, that's about it. I don't sleep at night anymore because I'm just too stressed about this. I've done all the, I've done all the play bits. I've done all the, like, I know what I'm playing 
for the most part. I know all the lyrics. I know what I've written. Um, and that's sorted. And it's kind of, it's getting to the point where I'm ticking things off and I've almost ticked off everything. Um, and the only thing left to tick off is what I'm going to say in between everything. Because I have like ideas of like, I, I know at the beginning I said, I'm not going to write any jokes because they don't land when I write them. And then I say them because, you know, that's my whole life. Um, but for like the serious ones where I'm trying to make an actual point, um, which is a very, very rare thing for me to do in my life. Um, I'm trying to kind of work out what I want to say in an articulate way so that it is condensed enough that it still makes sense and still has the point, but isn't just me rambling to get to a point. Um, much like this podcast is. Um, so I'm just sort of trying to figure out my bullet points and where I'm going and what I'm doing. Um, and I lie awake at night, every night, and I go through the show from start to finish. Um, and I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, which is fun. So I'll see you next week, everyone. (laughs) Where I will, um, maybe have some clue. See you next time. Bye.